we're back with Running Back Sports. Now, I just wanted to touch on really quick why I decided to make these podcasts and talk about sports. Uh, I was watching ESPN the other day, and they were going through and asking an NBA college basketball analyst guy, they're like, how many guys do you think came from each of these different college programs, speaking to the fact that a lot of guys aren't going to be going through the college system possibly, and maybe going straight to the G League, or how guys have now started playing over in Australia. Anyway, so they were going college by college, and they said, random college, UConn, who are the, you know, who are the players that went there? And he was struggling. He was struggling with some basic ones. And so I'm sitting there watching, getting frustrated, going, Rudy Gay, Kemba Walker, Shabazz Napier, like Jeremy Lamb. Come on, that's just like quick off the top of my head. I'm sure there's four or five more. Come on, let's go. Say something. And he's struggling on a live broadcast. So then they go, what about Lipscomb? And I'm like, they were just super deep in the NIT two years ago, like, We've seen Lipscomb, Garrison Matthews, plays for the Wizards. And then I thought to myself, I don't know if everyone does know that Garrison Matthews was the all-time leading scorer at Lipscomb who took them deep into the NIT tournament. So that's why I'm here. Since I was a little kid, I've always had this weird ability when watching sporting events that you could take any player on the field and say, where did he go to college? Tell me his backstory. Um, And I would just randomly know guys. So that's what I'm trying to bring out in these podcasts is some knowledge about more than just what's happening on the field, but who these guys are, where they come from, and then also why things are happening on the field, why things are successful or unsuccessful, what are the different schemes going on at a little bit deeper level. Econ is a little bit more personal to me and what I have some experience in, and so Unlike some of these other guys who don't get opportunities to play in the NFL, what happened to me when I finished up playing is I was contacted by different teams overseas about coming to play football over here. Um, Now, initially, this started out as a linebacker and then quickly transformed into playing quarterback over here. And I think a lot of guys in, I think in the States for sure, get to be 22 years old, they finish playing college football, and there just aren't these options for them. And there is definitely a path over here in Europe, South America, Australia, for these players. The problem is they don't understand what these teams need from a guy and what they definitely don't need. Now, the biggest thing that guys are looking for to be an import football player is if you played if you played D1, D2 football and you were like a player, a guy who played, you're going to be just fine talent-wise. So these teams don't even, they'll see your film, They'll understand that, but they don't really need to know much more about your talent. They get it. You can play. What they're looking for is someone who can just work with people. They don't need you to tell you how good they are. They don't need you talking about yourself constantly. They need you instantaneously being about the we, instantaneously being all about that club that you're going to and getting as many guys involved in the sport and coaching those guys up in a good, positive way. Um, a lot of it's down to coaching in these different countries. You'll have guys who have started at 13. You'll have guys who have started at 35. You'll have 45-year-old guys. You'll have 17, 16-year-old guys all on this team. You usually have a U19 team, a women's team, and a senior men's team, so all the guys 19 and over, and, and that's pretty much it. Sometimes you're hopefully not having any rookies on the field, But other scenarios, you are going to have some guys, rookies, true rookies to the sport. Not rookies like rookies in the NFL, but first time playing football. Um, But you can go from there also to 
every single one of these teams I've been on have had plenty of guys that were talented enough to play college football, play at a high level. Um, and that's kind of the deal that you have going on there. But it all comes back to teaching those guys. No matter how much raw talent there are, in Australia, there were guys walking around everywhere who are offensive line. My offensive line was well over 6'5", 300 pounds across the board with in a lot of cases. Uh, my offensive line in Spain, big, strong guys. Icelandic dudes, big as can be. So it comes being able to teach these guys the techniques that go along with their natural attributes towards the sport. I've had receivers in certain of these places, Brazil, Australia, Spain, who are just fast, fast as can be. Don't look it, but to have raw speed. Teach them how to control that speed, how to run routes, how to get to where you need them to get to. Teaching them the coverages, where the holes are in different zones, why you're calling certain pass concepts. Um, and guys learn quickly. Once you, you know, If you don't baby around and you actually teach them the why of what you're doing, and go straight to that level, start at like a high school or a college system, and go to that level and build from there, they catch on to it quickly. But the biggest thing for all that, a lot of guys come over expecting certain things, and they can't, my saying, water off a duck's back. You might show up, and you might be playing in a gravel pit. Oh, well, I like gravel. Like, I don't mind getting tackled on gravel. Or the turf might be bad. Just, you know, that, that was something in Spain we dealt with. Some bad turf or a lopsided goalpost or this stadium doesn't even have a goalpost or this isn't even a stadium. It's just a random field in the middle of nowhere or this is a big stadium or the camera broke or there's a lot of people from the other team and they're saying mean things or my team doesn't understand English. So if I do a check, they're not going to understand what I'm saying. Or sometimes you'll sit there at like a rookie tryout day. I was throwing out routes. And I threw 50 in a row and just water off a duck's back. We were bouncing them off helmets. We were bouncing them off groins. We were tripping over. We were running in when we said go five yards and go out. Go three steps and go out. What's a yard compared to a meter? Okay, go four meters and turn left. Um, but it's all just water off a duck's back, working with these people at whatever level they're at to make them understand the sport and getting reps under their belt, reps under their belt, reps under their belt. Um, a big thing that I'm a proponent on after doing this is it's not about doing 10,000, as Bruce Lee used to say, it's not doing 10,000 different kicks one time. You want to do one kick 10,000 times. So practice one skill 10,000 times. Rep it, rep it, rep it. Then they've got that down. We do our second kick, but it's not till we've done ten thousand reps of that first, um, that first kick. We used to try to do hundred to one hundred and fifty reps of pure scrimmage, not full to the ground, but just play, 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 two, three hours straight, more than a full game of just plays, calling a play, executing the play, film it, see what we did, and then just rep it again. If they're doing anything crazy wrong, you point it out, you get that thing corrected. You don't need to work hours and hours on technique. You just need to get the reps under them, make sure that they're not repping something poorly, but just play, 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 refine, play, 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 refine. So I've been in three countries so far, Spain, Brazil, and Australia. They have it all across Germany, Austria, Czech Republic, Poland. I mean, there's big leagues, all these different places. Now I'm in Ireland, where we also have a league. Um, it's, I'd say they're very comparable. Um, people say Germany and Japan are the two best. 
Um, I found Spain, Australia, and Brazil to be similar, but they all kind of had differences. Raw athleticism, Brazil had plenty of raw athleticism. Plenty of guys, plenty of passion, plenty. So we might have had 70, 80 guys on the team. We had 50 guys traveling to every game. We had passion. They had tons of passion for it. They took it. They loved it. They wanted to talk about it all the time. They're all about it. That and soccer, they're kind of two main sports, and they're very, very passionate about their sports. But the refinement of the details were, were missing with Brazil. The refinement of the little things, it kind of reminded me a little bit more of like gridiron gang, junkyard ball, go out and just play on, a, play on the turf, draw it up in the dirt kind of football. Um, it wasn't as refined. Australia, they struggled more with overall taking the sport seriously. A lot of things in Australia are done very casually. They play a lot of casual sport. Um, there's not a ton of grassroots sport of the growth of football. So they take it as like, oh, I'm at work today. I'll miss practice. Oh, we got training twice a week. Ugh, maybe I'll go once. Oh, does if I don't show up, will I still play in the game? My team doesn't have that many players, so probably. Um, my first year, we some of my years we struggled with that. Other years we had a ton of guys ton of guys knew that they had to show up or I would get a certain group, the starters especially, that never missed a single practice. And so as long as you know you have your 11 starters plus three or four subs that are the main guys that play on offense and defense, you've always got 30, 35 guys there. Um, You're working with some good, talented guys and continuing to build them. uh, Then you're good to go. There's not, it's not like, it's not like the NFL though where you've got a guy coming in who's talented. You have to go uh, if you do badly, you got ran. You know the best guy in the draft coming. No, you have to go and find local talent who you know you're getting guys who haven't played before, or you've got to import talent according to the rules that you know can help cultivate more guys joining the sport and helping expedite the growth of those guys that you already have there in the country. Um, but it's not like Nick Saban just shows up and has the 120 best players in the country show up at his Alabama practices. You got to go and find guys still, but it's also finding guys and building the sport in that country. Um, a lot of countries, the rule is two guys on the field, but imports are kind of a big, you know, deciding factor in how the sport is done because they are guys that are professionals or, you know, just that one, you know, high college level players. Um, some of the countries, everyone is amateur. Other countries, it's semi-professional, so the imports are paid, and the local guys are not paid. Um, Australia, it's all amateur versus Spain and Brazil is semi-professional, but I don't think it makes a huge difference in the level of import you get, maybe slightly. Um, and that's kind of the deal with all All of my teams though have ended up being very successful. I've never ended up being on a team that didn't have good numbers for practice other than my very first year overseas. It's been seven seasons. Um, definitely one team in Australia and one team in Brazil that were behind the other seasons, but had a team in Spain, Brazil, and Australia that were all up there in the top four to ten teams in, you know, top four teams in the country, and uh, for each country respectively, and definitely gave me a good vibe of what the levels were in each country and what you can continue to build. And I've seen the sports grow in each of the countries myself, 
Um, and I'll be looking to help continue build the sport in different countries as I move forward because it definitely will become a global game as the NFL started playing in London and you're seeing guys getting picked up in the NFL pathway program from all over and these leagues are growing everywhere. It sucks that we missed this spring season, so they have kind of a year of not growing, getting cut off short, guys not joining the sport, guys not able to play a sport that maybe they've only played a year or two, so maybe do they drop it and it's an expensive sport. Uh, but hopefully we can get back into it soon and start growing it again.